a unity in like the single <laughs> single right. allied health Would against. you rate Osteos more or Kairos? That's a good question for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible question. Well, there goes all our Cairo or Osteo viewers. <laughs> I'm going to mention switched off. Don't forget, when they come on, they're going to have listened to what I said. Uh, they'll have like, their rebuttal. What ready. he said was wrong about this and mm-hmm. that, so I'm sure that's going to happen. Ah. I'll try to keep it civilized. Nah, it, is what it, is. it is what it is. We're all trying to help people. That's it. Cool. Uh, to clap sync like last time. Yes. I mean, you can do it. Oh, thanks, mate. Careful. Now? Three, yeah. two, one. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Three, two. And we are live. Welcome back to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. We are your host, Tufi and Omi. Welcome back. How are we, T? Hey, we are doing fantastic, man. Yeah? You good? I just submitted an 8,500-word assignment. How are you feeling? Well, not really submit it. I still have to click that submit button. They want me to create anyways. I feel very stressed. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen what the sun looks like in three days. You're not missing out on anything, bro. It's mm. Melbourne weather out mm-hmm. here. It's mm-hmm. tough out here. So what's happening today? What are we doing today? Hey, I'm excited today. Let's jump straight into it. I'm excited straight away. We're going to get into it. We actually have a special guest today. Mm. All right. This man, the myth, the legend, his name is Semi. All right. He's a qualified physio. And today he'll be talking to us about our back pain. (laughs) (laughs) Back pain, heart pain, whatever type of pain you got out there. I can say this guy's probably the closest thing I have to... A partner because no one touched me in the past year <laughs> as thoroughly and <laughs> as he has. So, Sammy, why don't you tell the viewers a little bit about yourself and um, how you got into physio and so on? Uh, so, I've been practicing for about four years as a qualified physio. Uh, I met Omar how I meet most of my patients. He was referred to me from another guy. So, I knew a guy who knew a guy. A cripple knew a cripple, bro. So yeah, we met like that and um, I got into physio because I like helping people and I get to do that every day. So, you know, no one, you know, you hope to do something you love. I get to do what I love every day. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. It's good to have a physio that's also really in shape. You know what it's yeah. like? Yeah, because you know why? When he tells you something, you look at him and you be like, yeah, this man knows. Yeah, it's it's like when you go to a doctor or like a PT and like they're severely overweight. Yeah. And they'll be like, you got to do this and this. <laughs> like, yeah? Why don't you do it? <laughs> you let me know how it goes and then we'll discuss. And it also, it also helps as well if you're athletic or if you go gym, you know, you have someone to relate to. They probably done the same movements, same exercises, things like that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like when I remember <coughs> um, my friend uh, Norman was the one who referred me to Semi and, you know, the selling point was the fact that Semi himself, A, is a cripple. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's blown out his knee as well, like every other person in the area. Uh, but B, like, he does he does fighting, he does sports, like, he does BJJ himself. And so, like, the man knows. That's, the man feels pain. That, that makes me feel comfortable. In That's the why, yeah. Now, Semi, I'm going to bring you in this, all right? Now, I'm going to clear the elephant in the room, okay? Let's do it. I want to know, okay, and I'm sure the listeners out there want to know, what's the difference between an osteo, a Cairo? And a physio. I saw this question coming. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this question coming. It's all right. I get asked this about three times a day, I reckon. What's the difference? What's the difference? It, no one still knows. I mean, look, we kind of know the logistics of it. All right. And if you ask anyone from the area, this is the answer they'll give you. Physio, massage. Osteo, needles. Cairo, cracks necks and backs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's as plain as it gets. All right, let's debunk some stuff. Let's do it. <laughs> so, let's do it. Um, let's start off with physio, I reckon. So there's essentially a reason why we're in hospitals, we're in the sports field. So we're all about rehab and not just putting a Band-Aid over the problem, but fixing it. So think of it like you might go to a myo because your lower back's tight. Like I've got a tight lower back. So you expect a lower back massage. You might go to a physio and say, my lower back's tight, and he'll be like, look, man, your lower back's tight because your glutes are just very inactive and your lower back feels like it really has to work hard Mm. because um, your glutes aren't doing what they need to do. So instead of um, me just treating your lower back, let's fix the problem. So it's like if you had a leaky tap in a room, you could mop the floor and come back to a wet floor the next day. 
Or if Fijio might fix the tap and be like, oh, it doesn't leak anymore, right? That's he's a good he's thought about that analogy. That's a very <laughs> good analogy. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a man who respects analogies. No <laughs> that's up there. I <laughs> standards. Um, but look, typically when people go to a Cairo, they'll be like, oh, you go to a back injury, you go to a Cairo. Um, you know, you want some massage, you might go to a physio or an osteo um, or a myo. And physio is kind of an all-rounder. But to be honest, 70% of what I treat is back pain. Back pain, very, very prevalent. And uh, look, I'm probably going to cop a lot of shit for this. But I do see a lot of people that come to me saying, you know, I went to a car, he cracked me, just kept cracking it. Nothing really happened. Um, didn't really address the musculoskeletal issues. And yes, before it happens, I know some car is going to say, well, I see people that saw a physio and they weren't happy. It does happen. But, you know, generally we're all-rounders and we try and have a very holistic look to the injury. Okay, that's that's a very I like political answer. answer. You know, it gave it's me not what Tuffy was after. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me none what I was seeking for. Nah, look, I know. Um, I can say from personal experience, me and my cousin, uh, my female cousin, had an argument about this recently because she was seeing a Cairo for two years now, um, and we were, we were discussing the whole purpose of why she sees a Cairo. And we went into lockdown. She was complaining that her back was sore, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It's sore because I haven't seen my Cairo in a while." Ah, oh, there it is. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> She's like, you know, I go see him uh, like every two weeks and like, I feel amazing. I'm like, yeah, but isn't that a part of the problem? The fact that you've been seeing him every two weeks for two years, like uh, you, pain you, management yeah. to a certain degree, but like, where's the Oh, you got to keep at? the clients coming back for yeah. money, right? <laughs> if you fix their problems straight away and they don't come back, well, they go $60 a consult. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? If you fix their problem, they'll come back to you for another problem. You'll be the guy that fixed it. Right, you want to be I that guy. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you want to be that guy. You want to <laughs> be that guy. All right, so, okay, so I'll try to explain what I'm thinking about right now. Okay, so say for example, I wake up and I feel like soreness across my back. I can't pinpoint where it's at. All right, I train, I stretch, I do everything like that, but I look at those Cairo videos online, right? And I see this guy with uh, adjustments and necks everywhere and them screaming out of relief. I'm tempted. Screaming out of relief. I don't mean. Is it, is it out of relief? <laughs> they look like they're relieved. I don't know. <laughs> There's a moment of fear in their yeah, eyes. Yeah, when you <laughs> cause nerve damage, I'm pretty sure relief is followed afterwards. You know, and, and the whole purpose of, of today's episode is we wanted to get someone from the industry to talk to us a little bit more professionally about it. And then we wanted to bring someone from the Cairo industry and then so on and so on. And that way we, we get a little bit of a better understanding about what's going on. So what is the most common kind of injury that you probably come across all the time as a physio? Without a doubt, lower back pain. Lower Number back one. Pain. What's it come from? The, it's like, the one thing the, I miss about my childhood. <laughs> the, the no no like, lower back pain. But mine problems. is my knees. Like I thought <laughs> knees would be the most prevalent one, to be honest. Look, when you go away from the, when you move away from the back, probably knees are up there, mm-hmm. knees and shoulders. That and then is. less common, maybe ankle. You kind of need a trauma to the ankle. You'll see a lot of acute ankles. Like I rolled it. You know? So with lower back pain, what is usually the main cause of it? Sitting at a computer, posture. Yeah, nailed it. Lifestyle. 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 Every now and then you'll get someone who twisted wrong or something went wrong. But uh, a good health practitioner will listen to their story and kind of give you a diagnosis without even having to touch you. Mm. Right? You've already got a bit of an idea of what's going on before you get the patient up and do a bit of a physical examination. And that'll confirm what's going on. So, for example, you, you know, like you explained, you woke up for a bit of back pain. I'll have a quick chat to you about, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do for work? What do you do for life? And you might say, look, I'm into gaming um, and also at work. I'm usually sitting down. Um, I'm an accountant. So, like, all right, this guy sits about 16 hours a day. Then I'll ask about your exercise activities. Again, not a lot. And I'll start to piece it together. And the physical examination basically confirms what I was thinking from the start. Yeah. And then, yeah, we start fixing it. I've got a question. And this is a question I wonder because obviously Are you looking at me when you're asking this? Oh, uh, no, just general. Okay, cool. General yeah, yeah, yeah. the room. Awesome. Yeah, we're so close, I'm afraid to look at him now. Like, it's so <laughs> sexual when I look at him. It's not the closest we've been, but it's, we're close right now. I was going to ask, because I've been with you for a year now. What's the biggest pet peeve that you have with clients that come through? This one's a ripper. Because <laughs> like, I've always wondered. I already know. <laughs> this one's a ripper. 
I think every allied health professional will agree with this one. When someone walks in and goes, I'll just tell you, I have a very high pain yeah, tolerance. Self-diagnosis. What? Yeah, people walk in and be like, I just want you to know, I have a very high pain tolerance. And you're like, okay. Was that the first segue? Like, yeah. yeah. Started off with Hello. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, don't even, I, I would have thought it was self-diagnosis. Like, they come in and then when you try yeah, to like, pinpoint yeah. a problem, Web like, no, told it's me actually this. over here. That's easier to kind of work around. Then yeah, yeah, if you're well-spoken, you can be like, look, I understand that you had a bit of a look maybe on Google or someone, you know, your mate said, oh, I had that. That's your issue. But you're here to see me as a professional. Let me tell you or let me, you know, help you figure out what's actually wrong with you because every back injury is different. Every, every injury is different. So you never want to be like, well, you didn't come here just for me to say, yep, you nailed it. What else can I do for you? You come here for the expertise. But um, the people with the, I'll just let you know, I've got a high pain tolerance, usually uh, anything but. So, you know, as you're treating, they're like, oh, that's really sore. But I have a really high pain tolerance. I don't know why this hurts so much. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, now we know. To be honest, I thought it'd be like hygiene. Like I can imagine that's people. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I don't one. want to mention it, but I'm like, bro, can you imagine oh. the stank that some of these people trail yes, in with? Yes, yes, yes. I don't mention any names. <laughs> but I smelled it before I saw it. No, 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 I smelled it before I saw it. It was it was coming around the corner. <laughs> I just knew. Very, very bad. I was treating this young gentleman, and I just what's that yeah, like, smell? Mm. Like, oh god, he, he hadn't wiped very well. Hygiene. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, okay, what okay. did you think it was? And you could see it, and I, I was like, like, maybe just general bo, man. Like, yeah, and I was like confident enough because I knew the guy. I'm like, dude, man. He's like, oh, I haven't been feeling well, da, 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 and I'm trying to be a professional. I'm like, all right, man. I'm like, well, next time. What know? do you do in a situation like that? Do you just try to speed up the process? Do you just have to? It just depends how close you are with the patient. Mm. Yeah, it depends how close you are with the patient. I have had a patient fart while I was treating him. That was bound to happen. They felt very embarrassed. They were... They were a very nice older gentleman. I don't think you would mind if it was a fart. I didn't mind. Yeah, that. like that's an easy fix. That's like, all right. I just didn't want to make seconds. the guy uncomfortable. Either. Yeah, I think yeah. it depends okay. on the type of fart though. Like if it's a protein, like high protein let's not, diet. Let's not get like into that. Musky, you know the one where you got to air <laughs> out Jeremy, the Like on, you got man. the eyes start hazing a little bit. 5% of our viewers are females. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. such a blokey podcast. Yeah, I was going to say. Bloke it up a little bit. Fire out. What I? No, but like... So I would say hygiene, I, I would have thought hygiene would be a massive Hygiene's one. Hygiene's one. Um, another one is when someone comes in for an injury and they're wearing the tightest jeans you've ever seen. And you're like... That yeah. makes sense. And then you might ask like, oh, did you come straight from work? No, it's been home all day. <laughs> so what? So you knew you had a knee so you, injury. You, know? <laughs> you knew it and you still came through. Um, the knee injury didn't happen on the I way. thought it'd be like haggling for price as well. Because like you operate in the area like the northern suburbs <laughs> of, of melbourne i can't imagine going to a professional practitioner and then they're oh. like all right well this is your consult and you're like all right it happens how much for cash but how <laughs> much for cash yeah. <laughs> would um would you recommend to a lot of people out there to i guess what i was trying to say is what would be the ideal routine that you would recommend for people right to prevent most of the problems that you encounter there's a different level for everyone. When through like physio school, doing my masters, we learned about like basing a program for the individual. So you never want to have like, this is my protocol for back pain. Oh, you have back pain. This is for you. It's more about who are you? What do you do? Yeah. Oh, and you also have back pain. Let's figure it out. Right. So you never want to have a one model fits all. So I like to base my stuff on people's lifestyle. So if we used Omar, for example, He's very active, likes boxing, likes running. So we'll do a lot of stuff based around that. But I couldn't use the same thing for, let's say, another gentleman who was maybe a gamer or wasn't very active. I'd be like, look, let's start off with walking, mm. right? Let's go for a walk a day. Whereas you've got one guy who's really advanced, does a lot of exercise, does a lot of boxing. I can't expect another guy to all of a sudden make the flip. Make the, yeah. But no, some level of activity is the most important thing. And like similar to what you guys do, uh, I think the most important role is we're all educators. Yeah. So I'm talking throughout the whole consult. Mm. I'm using every second in that consult while I'm using my hands and doing what I do and relieving pain to convince someone to change their mind, do stuff. Did he say relieving pain for a second? 
Yeah. So sometimes I experience more pain in the sessions that we have together than when I'm just injured. Because he's got like those suction caps. Feel better, man. Do those suction caps hurt? Are, are you into crypto? I am into crypto. Yeah. Investment. Investment. Because look, I I'll say this: it has been future. Like it has relieved me, obviously. But man, sometimes I don't look forward to the sessions because like I know what's happening. You know, sometimes you go to the first session and the second session comes. I know the cups, like, suction cups are coming out again, and bro, you can hear a grown man squeal. Sometimes when you go early as well, and some other patients there as well, and like you're having a chat, and then you can just like, mm, no, yeah, 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 it's good. Um, we didn't even mention how long have you been doing uh, physio for? Four years. Four years. Yeah. Right. And you've done your master's in physio. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've done three degrees. So that's why earlier when you guys were talking about school and assignments. PTSD, like yeah. Yeah, PTSD, man. <laughs> <laughs> I twitch my hand in stuff. Still <laughs> up. LMS. In similarities. Yeah, oh. man. There's a beauty of just graduating and no one can tell you what to do anymore. You yeah, know, no, we don't know that mind. feeling, but I heard it's, I heard it's great. <laughs> no, it's good. Must it's good. Nice. Take it from me. Must Look, nice. some people love that academic round. Like, oh, I can't wait to get into my next course. That wasn't me. No, yeah, that, <laughs> I can't wait to get out. I wasn't that guy. Can't wait to get out. It's hard. Um. It's hard. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep battling you up against the other professionals here. All right. Out of osteos and chiros, who do you think is is more tailored or more a solution to the long going problems? Because you said chiros are temporary fixes. Does that include osteos as well? Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask I think I almost think, when did he say yeah. that? Uh, <laughs> uh, look, let's word it this way. Good catch, good catch. <clears throat> if a physio wasn't available, because obviously I'm going to be biased on a physio, right? Mm. If a physio wasn't available and my mum injured herself, I'd probably send her to an osteo. Well, Right? There's, look, I guess there's a reason why our insurance premiums and osteos insurance premiums because we pay public indemnity insurance like yeah we're, you know dealing with people's bodies and stuff there's on, on the off chance i hurt someone i'm covered up to 20 million dollars and i pay my premium it's good to know yeah it's very good to know oh no yeah it's very, it's very good to know. this is where we get our money yeah, back. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um there's a there's a reason why our insurance premiums are very different mm. right just just they go off pure stats um and they get all their data just by number crunching. So amount of claims made, amount of claims paid. Um, so yeah, just in terms of safety and effectiveness, I'd probably go with an osteo, a bit more safety, right? But that being said, everyone's different, man. Everyone's gone to a shit GP. Everyone's gone to a fantastic GP who knew mm. what he was talking about. Same goes for physios. Unfortunately, same goes for, you know, chiros, osteos. Yeah, but are, overall. Are the price ranges the same? No, mm. price range varies more depending on where you live. Interesting. Really? Yeah. So you see me in the northern suburbs. Yeah, northern, is right? that cheaper or more expensive? Get yourself a good deal. He's got coupons, bro. There's coupons. <laughs> um, no, sometimes people pay me in like fruit baskets and stuff. <laughs> I've had that though. Now I, I know. <laughs> two, two it up. Yeah, oh, but if you've got a jar of honey, you're good what for you mean, it. bro? Just a big tub of protein. We'll call it even, man. Um, but yeah, no, depending on the area. So some places charge up to what, 110, 120 mm -hmm. consult. Um, but I, I like to adjust my price depending on the demographic. And to be honest, I believe healthcare should be affordable. I don't want people choosing between, you know, can I see this guy because I'm in pain? Yeah. Or, mm. you know, can I pay for my gym membership this month? Because I believe... Um, you know, the government gives an incentive. I think you get five free If you go to your sessions. GP, yeah, you can get like five free sessions to go right. see. Yep. So this is going to be a cheeky plug. You guys out there, yeah. you get five free physio sessions. So hit our boy up. Yeah, look, it's under the guise of chronic disease management. So the issue has to be chronic. But we got cowboy GPs. Don't worry, bro. I got the GP for you. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit me up, I'll send you to a GP He'll send you to semi right? we got Any this. GP in the northern <laughs> suburbs will back you up Yeah, I've, I've seen just issues That I'm like, you, this just happened yesterday This is all but chronic Love And they're it. like, nah, Dr. Semi Nah, bro like, all right. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Not today I've got a question Like we've been talking about chiros, physios, osteos Who the hell are my uh, myotherapists? Because I've never Like I've been the first I, I ever heard about it was like three, four years look, ago. I'm not going to lie to you. He said Mayo earlier in the episode. And I'm like, 
I don't know what he's talking about. No, but like, cause I've seen it. There's a few. So you know, like a lot of um, a lot of PTs, they'll offer they'll offer sessions where you know they'll go through your if you've got any injuries and whatnot. And a lot of them have like a certificate in myotherapy. Yeah. So Sammy, what is a myotherapist? To the best of my knowledge, a myotherapist <laughs> is you know a myo being I don't even know myopathy myo and then therapist. So massage meets therapy. So ah. the you know. So overqualified masseuse. Overqualified, bro. Sorry, underqualified masseuse. I I can see these conversations being led. I don't (laughs) (laughs) really don't want to insult anyone out there that is a myotherapist. Um, Please educate us. Look, the fact that there's more out there, it gives you an idea of the the demand and how easily you can potentially get into a myotherapy course. Look, off the top of my head, when I was trying to get into physios hyper competitive mm, yeah. and of recent i think the ATOS score is ridiculous man. It's like 93 i'm pretty sure 98 was what i because i i Jesus mentor Christ. a lot of students and they're all like some are trying to get into physio and yeah one was reporting like 97 90 i'm like jesus man it's like wow. medicine and I, I, wow. I don't know what the yeah i don't know what the um requirements are for myo but i i'm not sure it's that high and look everyone like you want to work in that field where you want to help people you want to diagnose you want to treat that could be a nice um gateway into maybe potentially getting into physio later i know some people do that but you know what if there's any myers out there can you guys diagnose injuries yeah yeah i actually want to know seriously i want to know like can you guys diagnose because um there are times where i'll treat patients that might see me for what's the problem like why am i feeling like this and then once we're done after a few sessions, I'll be like, look, continue with your myo, get them to work through this region every now and then, but do these exercises that I gave you and we'll fix the problem. But in terms of actually diagnosing and their clinical role, maybe in sports and hospitals, I'm not too sure. Mm. Neither you mentioned it before that you said, um, you know, it, it, physios kind of help in fixing like the long run problem so you know you get put on a routine if you need you get given certain exercise to obviously fix a reoccurring issue all right people don't understand that say for example they feel tightness in their rhomboids or you know their pecs are tight whatnot they think that when you go in there you're just going to release it and it's going to be all good what people need to understand is if it took them i say four years of training and that has led to that problem it's obviously going to take not similar to the amount but maybe even half that amount to kind of get it back to its original form is that Look, correct bringing you back to what like pet peeves 100 <clears throat> percent. so someone you know people will come in and be like oh, i've had this back pain for 10 years um when will you be done when can i expect to be relieved of this back pain by the time the session's over and i'm like man come on <laughs> you know it's look it's always nice when you can kindly use the things people have told you to convince them of what's going on mm-hmm. rather than just you know not barking orders but just being like i'm a physio do what i say sort of thing so like you said i'd be like how long have you had this back pain 10 years okay yeah. 10 years um look it's very unrealistic to expect that you've had back pain for 10 years that we can kind of resolve it and then another good question people are like why do i feel like this why i haven't even done anything so we always look at what we haven't done <coughs> what have you done what have you actually done to look after yourself? That's mm. a really good one. So like, oh, I haven't even done anything. Why do I feel back pain? I'm like, very good point. You're right. What have you done to, sh- to keep active, keep strong? Mm. Oh, well, not a lot. I'm like, well, therein lies the issue, right? It's just like your car. If you keep driving it, driving it, driving it, driving it, and one day steam starts coming out of your bonnet, you would have been like, what have I done? Why is steam coming out of my bonnet? Like, well, have you taken it to a service? No. Have you had a look every now and then? Well, no, I just drive it. Well, your body's the same thing. Hmm. You know, if you're just using it for day to day, go to work, come back, you don't have to run a marathon or do a backflip or fall. Sometimes the body's just like, man, I'm just struggling with what's going on. Yeah, I think that's a big problem for all, for everyone now, though. Like, we really, as much as the whole, you think the whole movement of fitness has, has gone up, but obviously the statistics show the exact opposite, where everyone is becoming so much lazier everyone is like you know a couch potato sitting for hours at a game or whatever it may be and no one really like i can say until i went to semi i was going to gym for eight years seven years 
until I saw him last year, he was the one who actually fixed my posture when it came to like benching. Because for me, benching was my worst lift. I could not do anything when it comes to benching. And I never really understood why. Oh, I know. Now I know. Oh, well, I don't know why, but oh, I know I, that your bench was the weakest. Cause look, man. Yeah, yeah that's you know why. Gonna... <laughs> look, that's a good point. He understood why. That's yeah. what you want to hear as a healthcare practitioner. So if I see Omar again, it's not, he's not saying, oh, I've got to see Semi every two weeks so my bench can be good. That's, we're done. Right? Yeah. His bench is good. You've identified the problem. It's now, your, it's it. in your hands. Yeah. yeah. I can't say my now. bench is good, but like, it's, it's getting better. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> nah, but I think that is an issue that you see. Like everyone neglects the whole aspect of how, you know, a lot of people will see the physio once the pain's there or once it's becoming unbearable, not when. Like it's a whole maintenance type of process. You know, I would happily go see a physio now just for like just a week in, week in to even learn something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've been on his Instagram profile, bro. This guy's got these weird activities that he does for his... Uh, like you when know, I say, you, you know, like you got a shoulder press, but then you got like a handstand shoulder press. And you think to yourself, how, what is this, bro? Every day he's got some weird new movement going on, some weird, I don't know what, how to explain it, uh, but uh, it makes me feel depressed sitting I at home. I just wish I had that kind of mobility. <laughs> That's the thing, bro. He's got the mobility. That's this the is what I'm really afraid of. Like, and, and I think is, it's like taking a car to a mechanic. You're okay. afraid to find out what the problem is? You're afraid to find out how many problems there are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know if I go with Semi, I'm like, all right, man, look, I've got this specific problem. I'm going to walk out with like nine different injuries. <laughs> like, by the end of it, I'm going to be convinced that I'm not even sleeping properly, which probably is, is a thing. Because you've well. got a problem with your back, don't you? I do. So I actually have a problem uh, close to my rhomboid. And, um, and it happened because of bench. I wasn't exactly stretching my scapula out properly and it caused self-diagnosis by the way yeah, webmd <laughs> stuff right now bro hey we, we will talk after <laughs> thoracic facets man yeah, that, yeah well or you know one of my you know physio friends he's uh, the reason i put quotation marks is because they're still studying so they're not qualified mm. just yet he said it could be my rib my intercostal 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 joint yeah that's the one in the rib i'm like hmm not bad. I'll take it into consideration. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Emma, like, as a teacher, sometimes you'll go to class and you know how kids will ask you a question and right, we you have wing, no answer, like, yeah, yeah, I wing the answer. Mm. They'll be like, so, you know, if I was to look at cellular respiration, how many ATP models do you end up with after like one cycle of the Krebs? But sometimes I look, that's a fantastic question. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you Google it and let me yeah, know. Yeah, let us, <laughs> but like, have you had that where people come up to you and like, oh, there's this issue? And like you sort of understand, know where it is, and you want to give them the response, but you yourself don't really know how to word it. Or sometimes you actually don't know yourself. How would you? To be honest, if it's that full on that I don't know, yeah. in a consult, you, you got to remember you're speaking to someone as a professional, so you're better off saying, look, this is a real medical question that you might want to ask your doctor. So I do take the political route for that one. I don't want to be, which is sort of like a bit of a thing that I have with some other healthcare practitioners mm. who will go on and on about like nutrition. You should be eating this. You should be eating that. And this is why you're feeling lethargic. Well, I'm not a nutritionist. So I'll tell people, look, I'm a physio. This is what I eat. It helps me. I feel good. If you want to try it, that's up to you. If you want to talk about musculoskeletal injuries, I'll help you out. But I don't, I try not to give information about stuff that I'm not qualified for. Whereas coming back to this little war that you're trying to start. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, look, there has been a bit of a history of some healthcare practitioners really just reaching out of their scope of practice mm. and trying to give people advice. And at the end of the day, you're talking to a vulnerable population. Someone's in pain, yeah. right? Their state of mind is help, mm. right? So they're in a very vulnerable state and they're very susceptible to your advice, right? Sort of like inception. You can really, you know, direct them in one way or another. In that situation, you don't want to be taking advantage of someone and sort of being like, look, you know, we're going to use these healing crystals on you and take them for this kind of ride. You know, if you don't understand it, you don't know it, don't preach and get them to the right person. Make the right referral. Right, the second I hear hearing... Oh, wait, he's got to... Yeah, yeah. to give you a round of applause. <laughs> the second I hear hearing uh, crystals, bro, that in my mind, that's over and done with. Because some people take that thing. Have you ever had that? Like a patient come up to you and like talk about the whole, you know, the, the earth and like yes. the whole chakras and the whole. And people don't, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes 
sometimes <laughs> when when they get the bill and they're like, "What's this extra charge for?" I'm like, "We had a like, <laughs> it was a full moon today, bro." <laughs> I'm like, I helped you deal with some trauma from like when that's you were That's because you're a Sagittarius. You, yeah. get a you know what? <laughs> I would imagine as a physio, you would hear some interesting <laughs> stories on people's lives. You, it's it's actually like no one asked, and you're just treating, and they're mm. like, "Well, I was five when it first happened," and you're like, "You know, eyes died." Like, right, man. <laughs> that's actually that's actually hold on to that thought because I wanna I want you to run through some of the most awkward situations that you've been in, um, and then run through what like things to do when people go to a physio and things to not do when you go to a physio. So I'm going to keep that for the second part of the segment, but I wanted to first ask you, what are the kinds of treatment or the types of treatments that physios actually like do? All right, let's run through it. So a physio might use a range of tools to relieve your pain, right? Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, what makes a good physio is how good they are with their hands. But what makes a really fantastic physio is their exercise prescription. Right, they need to know how to make any exercise five percent harder or five percent easier. Doesn't matter what it is, depending on you. Mm. Right? It hurts when I bench press. Let's do it this way. That hurts too. Let's do it this way. That's not too bad. This is too easy. Let's do this. It's still easy. Let's do this. Oh, that's really hard. Perfect. There you right? go. Up and down. Mm. And in terms of, I try to tell students that I mentor all the time. Whenever you touch a patient, that first touch, they're gonna know. They're gonna know this guy is kind of just blundering around not really sure what they're doing or oh yes that's exactly where i feel it that's my pain so you have to really be good with your hands um we use dry needling another okay. method of relieving pain dry needling okay and what does dry needling actually it do? actually look here's the story behind dry needling we can't call it acupuncture mm-hmm. it's very much like the french with champagne mm-hmm. right it's chinese call it acupuncture we call it dry needling we're very direct with it here's a tight spasming muscle i'm going to needle it so I'm not going to put needles in your toe because you have a headache, right? Not my qualification. Again, mm. I'm not going to be like, oh, this is going to really, no. And, and what does the needling actually do to the body part? Essentially what it does is you'll feel sometimes, I know, if I've done Oh, it, yeah, you, you feel it. Yeah. Um, you'll, spill, you'll spin the muscle uh, spindle around the needle. And imagine you've got a fork in some spaghetti and it's wrapping around that needle and you'll feel the needle tighten like a screw until it's tight that it can't go anymore. So that's all spun around. You leave it in there for a few minutes. When you pull that needle out, you just feel it all mm, just melt out. and relax off. Right? Okay. And then, you, again, you just invest in it. So it usually takes a couple of days for you to feel like, oh, that spot that I was feeling that was really tight, really sore, not feeling it anymore. And with experience, you kind of gather like, okay, needling works really well in this, this, this muscle group. I haven't had a lot of success in this, this muscle group. And as you practice, that kind of makes you a better and better practitioner. That's excellent. Um, Omi mentioned... What was it, suction caps? <laughs> yeah, the suction yeah. caps. So what does that entail? The, the cups, suction um, cups. Suction cups? Mm. Cupping. So in between each muscle layer, there's something called fascia, right? When, whenever you're eating meat or you look at meat, you can see white stuff. Mm. That white stuff we have in our body too, right? In between each muscle layer, it's fascia. What the sucking does is it sucks up that muscle and it helps separate just a little bit, right? Uh, Know, the evidence-based police are going to be on me for this one too. <laughs> yes, you can't, you know, you can't really change fascia, but that little bit of separation, and once that lets go, you get muscle relief, mm. right? And it does promote blood flow to that area locally. I was just going to say it promotes yeah. blood flow. Mm. Yeah. Um, look, the point is, do you get relief? So if you get up and you're like, that feels better, then it works. Yeah. yeah. Right? But we should always try to be as evidence-based as we can. Of That's course. why we always, no matter what I do, or no matter, every consult should have some element of manual therapy where you're helping someone relieve their pain, education throughout, and finish off with exercise prescription. That is just a very good, very good session. Yeah, I think the exercise prescription, like I can say personally, it's helped a lot. Um, when it, I when he was mentioning the exercise prescription, he reminded me when we were first, um, oh, what problem did I come with? I came with my, sh- my shoulder pain. Yeah. And then he had these those little, what are those little ropes, those hoses that you? Oh, theraband. Yeah, it is. Bro. And it's like, just do this activity. And he was showing the activity. What is this? Looks so easy. And it's like, just give me seven reps. And it's simple. It's just like a round um, band. You pull it out and you just got to like lift. It direct, bro, the most painful, <laughs> the most painful seven reps I've ever done in my life. Like I can, I will happily lift a few hundred kilos rather than, you know, have, it was so, and then that told me obviously that, you know, the guy 
You know how sometimes you leave a session you're like, man, the guy knows what he's talking about. Mm. But then sometimes you leave a session like, I'm not going back. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, like was... I just lost 65 bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <just know. laughs> yeah, look, it can be like that. And that's why I always emphasize the right exercise for the right person. Mm. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've had people come in with shoulder pain. And I'll be like, okay, have you seen a physio or health professional? I have. What exercise did I give you? I know. Just pain relief. And this. Internal, mm. external rotation. Everyone. Remember we were talking about like, you know, there's no one model fits all. Mm. I don't know why. It's like everyone's been diagnosed for a rotator cuff injury that yeah. they've got internal, external rotation for. Simply doesn't work all the time. But do you think it's because people once they like, you can see this a lot with any occupation. When someone becomes qualified in the occupation, they just stop learning. Like yeah, they stop yeah. learning. And yeah. you can see this with a lot of, you know, teachers. You can see with anyone and everyone that you think about, they get the qualification. Great. But they don't further their studies. Comfort zones, man. Yeah, that's mm. the black comfort zones. Makes them uncomfortable to be the student, to be learning again. Yeah, because yeah. you think uh, I study for five, six years. Why should I continue to learn? Why I shouldn't yeah, have man. to. I should know everything, and they'll learn the stock standards of every every exercise, and then for them, yeah, that's the about basics. It. But sometimes the basics doesn't cut it. Yeah, no, that wouldn't cut it. Like that, right? I remember that rotator thing you were showing. Like I was doing that for so long, and I still had pain yeah. in my in my shoulder. How long can you do it for when you just realize? doesn't work like it's been At three all, months yeah. shoulders shoulders still sore it's not the problem yeah, yeah. it's not going to get better if you don't address the problem i was going to ask um like we're talking about different types of treatment there is like a type of treatment that you offer um hijama yes the ancient the ancient Islamic yeah. adopted from um, oh bro i had it done from him yeah well hold on we got to explain to the listeners we'll what let him is. explain what it is <laughs> so look hijama was adopted from chinese medicine uh, back in the prophet peace be upon him times um and it's not it's not obliged for muslims to do it but it's sunnah which means you know it's, it's encouraged encouraged and suggested mm-hmm. as the way of the prophet and um he did say there was four um four methods of healing the honey the dates the black seed and the hijama so basically what hijama is is use negative pressure the suction of the cups to do tiny scratches on the skin that's superficial I always like to explain it like this. The blood that's extracted has nothing to do with the atriovenous system, really, because much like when you go to see a nurse and she takes blood, she carefully finds a vein, puts the um, the cuts in, takes your blood. Mm -hmm. This is all near the surface of the skin. So it's where the blood flow is necessarily the poorest, right, in the smallest capillaries. And what seeps through those capillaries is the smallest molecules like breakdown of red blood cells so intact blood cells generally don't flow through very well um inflammatory cytokines and a lot of stuff that cause pain in the periphery and removing that like if you ever see what comes out it's very thick right? oh, it looks bro, it's gooey like my yeah, yeah. mom's like black yeah it's like black, like black jello yeah, yeah it is you remind me of just an old car that needs <laughs> every lemon replaced. you know what the funniest was um Hold when i, I on, got man my, it was just about to get interesting uh, it's, it's an add-on to that story all right yeah because i got my cupping done and then he took photos and i went home and i showed my dad i'm like i got my cupping done like here's the photos he looked at it and he's like you know this black this black blood over here tells me that you've You've been smoking. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's like nicotine causes the blood to turn black. Like I'm like, what are you saying? He's like, mm, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, don't get it. I don't get it. I'm like, it all comes out like this. He's on something. He's on. <laughs> and look, that's a good point. Look, coming back to the vulnerable patient and people being in pain, mm. that's the perfect opportunity if you want to, you know, story time. Go on a tangent like, oh, look, brother, your blood is black, and this is a sign of this and that and that. <laughs> is that actually a thing? No, okay, it's not a thing. Ah, right, good. I can put it over him. Simply not true. Everyone's different, right? Some excrete more, some excrete less. Some's darker, some's less dark. It can be it can be related mildly to pain and pathology, but I don't know. To anyone who's had it done before, look. If you've got someone being like, "Oh, look, this signifies that," and this is black because this, 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 and just going on and on and on. Look, eyeballing, looking into, you know, some blood and being like, "Oh, this looks darker to me." That's. <laughs> no, it sounds like your dad saw like one of those TAC commercials. Or? Probably did. You know the tar ones <laughs> the where they say, <laughs> yeah, he squeezed like the lung and yeah. all that pus comes out. Um, all right. Well, now, now that we've established some of the methods that a physiotherapist does, um, what are some of the the do's like, like the optimum kind of client that comes in, mm-hmm. and something you prefer 
that they come in asking, you know, request. Man, basic, basic thing. <coughs> on time. <laughs> on time. Seriously. Wow. On time. Just I feel attacked. On time. I feel like yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> tell you what time did you I get I feel here? attacked. <laughs> Look, take it as you will. Um, <laughs> there's like an epidemic. I don't know, maybe it's because I work by appointment. People just, man, can't arrive on time. Mm. And then I, you know, pride myself on seeing people in a timely manner. So I don't like to make someone else wait because the guy before them wasn't on time. Yeah. yeah. So on time is a massive one, man. Like if you want to make a good impression with whoever you're seeing, regard not even physio, be on time. Mm. That's a really important one. Do you charge them a fee for being late? Um, not for being late if we can still get the consult in. Because to be honest, if we have to, in half the time, I can get a very, very good treatment consult in. But just if the person understands, look, you're 15 minutes late. Yeah. Let's just get to the crux of it. Let's do it. Absolutely. I, I asked this question because there's a hairdresser that we all that we all <laughs> know from the area. Um, it, you go to him and if you're late, if you miss your appointment by like five, ten minutes, it's $100 cancellation fee for you to be able to rebook with him again. It's not a good business model. What, the man is making bank. When I say he's making bank, the man is is making. To, yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to start doing this. I'm gonna have to start doing this. <laughs> yeah, start and the guys from the area as well. Look, I've been trying to solve this problem, man. Like, just no shows. Like, mm. they don't show. We used to have a. We used to have a. Mm. Call, like when I was dental assisting, uh, we used to have a call out fee. And the call out fee was, say, for example, you booked in an emergency patient. Um, and they, you know, they have a toothache or not. And majority of the times, they w- we would end up going to the clinic, and they wouldn't rock up. Now, you know, dentist still has to pay the wages. We now have just travelled all this time, yeah. so we should just yeah, do man. a call out fee. Yeah, would that work it. though? I don't think so, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, need the bra- I need the brain trust on this, man. I've been trying to figure out this. Just, the, just a cancellation code. fee. I think cancellation fee always Look, scares I, people. I, I do apply a cancellation fee, but you'd be. You'd be grossly surprised how many times I call people, like 10 minutes in, they haven't arrived. Hey, man, where are you? Oh, was that today? I forgot. Oh, they actually don't know. And I'm like, you got a text message reminder, man, 24 hours ago. It wasn't, mm. wasn't a couple of months yeah. ago. <laughs> it's been 24 hours, man. We had, a, like, oh, yeah, we had a friend of mine, he actually, um, he, he created like an online form so people can book their appointments online. And then when they put in their credit card or payment details, then they would give him a little warning for the cancellation fee. Uh, yeah, that's not too bad. No, it's not like too bad. Hey. Stop giving him ideas. <laughs> if I come late to my next session, no, late's fine. If you no show, if if you're a no show, it's even yeah, worse because yeah. it's just like you just allocated the time slot and now you lost money. That's right, man. Mm. You allocate the time slot, and a lot of the times there's a wait list, so people are like, look, if anyone cancels, let me know. Yeah, which to be honest, look, no healthcare practitioner will, will get blue if you can't make it. Something came up, can't make it. All good, man. Mm. Let's reschedule, and then I'll call the other person, and be like, hey, look, five thirty opened up. Do you want the slot? It's just a big bummer when I can't see the person who was meant to be there because they forgot and I can't see the person who's, you know, in pain because their neck or their knees sore. You know, everyone loses. You're not wrong. What would be your do nots to that, do? That was probably just number one. Yeah, yeah that's number one. So, so what's number two? On time. Take a shower before you get there. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one Active too. Active wear. Nah, like, bro, wear loose clothes, like, shorts. Or, I well, don't think yeah, I've gone to a session act, not like active. Is that active? I thought active was, like, jeggings and... Because guys wear jeggings. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> man. That's, that's probably it. Like, if you're on time, there isn't much else you can't deal with. Like, sometimes English as a second language can be a barrier. Like, mm, yeah. communication is one of the most important things within a session. And when you're trying to explain to someone, you know, a moderately complex know concept and you're trying to use hand gestures because they don't understand very good english that's no fault on their part but i you know if anyone does have a parent who doesn't speak english you know maybe going with them to help them translate for the healthcare practitioner is always a good one other than that there isn't much else that you shouldn't do just arrive arrive just, with your story and your pain there. and tell the guy mm. your pain your heartache <laughs> you know sometimes it actually feels like a therapy session I know I'm like emotionally unloading all my problems onto the guy, but you go there and you're just like, he has my issues. <laughs> <laughs> which, which brings us to the next point. What's the most awkward kind of situation you've had? I know you mentioned some of them a little bit earlier on, Looks, but like, while the story. Um, someone's, well, I told you, someone's fired on me. Yeah. Mm. There was the 
you know, the wiping incident of 2021. Recent, bro. Omi, look at me. Look, man. It was sometimes, you know, public toilets, not the cleanest. It was the popcorn chili uh, challenge. It was the popcorn chili <laughs> challenge. Um, awkward situation. There hasn't been too many awkward ones. Or there was one time where I had to fight an old lady, but not really. She basically walked in and she's like, I'm here for my massage now. You know, coming back to those, you know, the CDM. See what I mean? And I took that. I took a Selling. real back foot to yeah. that. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. And look, when I was a younger physio, I'd probably be a bit intimidated in that situation. Be like, oh, okay. And I was like, no. I'm like, I'm a physio. I'm like, what's your injury? So when she started talking like that, I was kind of like, it's really rude. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, what's your injury? You know, in a very professional way, I was like, well, what's your injury? And she started telling me about her injury. And then I was treating her. I was doing a bit of massage through her upper neck. And then I went to do something else. She's like, no, no, I just prefer that you keep massaging me. And I was like, when you asked me about your neck pain, right, and you asked why you feel this way. Yeah, it was a ripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to a mechanic and be like, wash my car, yeah? yeah. <laughs> so when, yeah, when she was like, um, why, I'm like, when you asked me about your neck injury, I didn't say, no, let me just stop you right there, masseuse. Yeah. Stop talking. I'm here to rub, 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 then leave, lady. And she was like, oh. I'm like, I explained to you, using my clinical expertise, why you're having your pain. And she kind of got the drift of what yeah. I was saying. She's like, oh, okay. All right, but I really like it when you massage me. <laughs> I, like, I feel like she was just oh. there for another purpose. Yeah, I feel like she just liked yeah, you. Bro, she saw, like a big, <laughs> know, she saw a big, fit, burly man. <laughs> and he's like, what? This man... <laughs> The I'm reason no we man. describe you like that is so that our sixty-five percent female viewers. Oh, oh hey, no, no, no. oh, no. you got to. Oh, hold yeah. on, hold he's, on. Uh, he's out of the game. Oh, okay. uh, hold on, can click to the YouTube video. <laughs> and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Wait for the plug, man. Oh. I've hung up the Kenzo jumper. Congratulations. Man. I've hung up the Kenzo. <laughs> and we just lost no the Alumbra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, um, my Alumbra membership card has expired, bro, and yeah. is not allowed to renew it. It's part of the terms of the contract of the relationship. Yeah, is that Alhambra. contract really worth it, man? Like, is miss those you got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now we've got a nice 50-50 ratio. You know I feel what? you, man. I feel you. <laughs> 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 so you gotta be careful because his partner listens to this podcast as well. So I feel you, man. <laughs> she's a fan. She's a fan. Have you um? You know what? Like let's let's move into that one a little bit. Like you've got a partner now. Does it like affect the type of clientele that you can see? Are there sometimes like not no Ooh, more women, just that's men? That's interesting. That's a good one. Actually, you know what? <laughs> that might have been a problem. I did a stint where the. The girl I was with at the time had an issue. You actually just reminded me. I was working for Melbourne Victory Women's Team, mm-hmm. and she took a little bit of what like, a job to have. She yeah, she <laughs> was there without the men's team. You know, which <laughs> one are you gonna take? <laughs> yeah, so she took a little bit like oh, you know, like a bit of an issue to that. Like oh, what is it that you do there? That or that or blah blah. I was like, man, I'm a physio, man. <laughs> yeah, I just relieved. Working, their, I just relieved their pain. Like, She's like, it's two a.m. in the morning. <laughs> 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 Where have you been? She's like, are you sure they're training so late? I'm like, Elite athletes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But no, we don't have any issues like that. She's a healthcare professional herself, so Beautiful. we work in a very similar field. And um, nah, there's no no issues. That's like good. That. Always a professional. That's comforting. It's comforting to know. It's got, yeah. Well, to be honest, I've seen his clientele, bro. It's like men. It's just all men. So <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh, it's all good. I for was it. actually going to say, um, there's a big misconception that majority of physiotherapists. Like their clients are older people. Look, that is true to a degree. Mm. But I'd say depending on where I work, like where Oma sees me um, in my own clinic, I see a lot of young guys. A lot of young guys from the area, mm. to be honest, if we're tru- speaking truthfully. Um, Budak Sarman's gym, the yeah, 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 fantastic yeah. guy, Big, even yeah. better grappler. Um, I see a lot of guys from his gym and Nexus gym as well, where I'm um, yeah. from Muratabi, where you've had a stint as well. Good so times. I see a lot of them. And I know I always like to, I like a saying, I'm like, if you kind of don't do anything to your feet, you, you probably won't see me very often or someone like me, like a chiro or a physio until, you know, you're later on in life. But then it's big problems. Yeah. Then it's very hard. You've got chronic pain. You've got negative beliefs about pain. And that's kind of something that I actually wanted to mention too. The way healthcare professionals speak, what we say is very, very important. The language we use. Um, when you tell someone certain things, it gets stuck in their head. Of course. Mm. 
for example, your back's bad. You've got a bad <laughs> back. You can spend the rest of the session telling them what's good about their back. They'll walk in. The first person they'll talk to, they'll be like, my back's bad. Physio said so. Right? So you really got to be careful, Cautious, be yeah. mindful always yeah. what you say and how you speak and try and um, encourage confidence because that's what people need. But if you train and you're active like Omar and you guys, you might see me for a sore shoulder. You know, a few weeks, we'll fix that. Hammy tightness, a few weeks, we'll fix that. But the big stuff, like later on in life, chronic back pain, neck osteoarthritis, the best evidence we have is being active, being strong to prevent that kind of stuff. Mm. I've done my job and you don't see me. The yep. less I see you, the better. <clears throat> I just love the fact, you know, how I was, I was starting to feel old that I had to go see a physio. Because when I was younger, like, when do you see a physio? Like, even when you hurt yourself at home no, or at training, you're just like, ah, you're good for it. <laughs> Right now, I've got like a consistent, right, I've got like a timing sheet. Bro. I'm there at least once a week. I haven't seen him for the past month, and that's because we're in lockdown. So no, there was no possibility for injuries. <laughs> but in all honesty, yesterday, my, I had that, that tendon pain in my, my right hammy. Started yeah. up again. And I was about to message him like, hey, we're back. <laughs> we're back at it again. And I love going to the session because obviously a, lot of our, a few of our mates go to see Semi as well. And like me and one of the boys play soccer together up or and Apple does BJJ as well. And it'd be hilarious because we'd be there and he would go see Semi and when he had an injury and then Semi would be like, don't play for the next three weeks. Then he'll see A week later, bro, Apple was like, hey, I'm playing. Don't tell Semi, but. <laughs> so he comes and then I saw him on Tuesday when we were at the match on Sunday and like Apple pulled out, pulled his knee or his groin and then he's like, I gotta go see Semi again. And I saw Semi on Tuesday. I'm like, expect a call from Apple. Bro. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. I'm telling you, man, we do. You, you guys and me, we, we have a similar role sometimes where I'm treating people and I'm like, we spoke about this. I feel like they're children. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like three days ago. We just like, discussed this. I'm like, you look me and die and you tell me you weren't going to play. <laughs> but like, <laughs> the betrayed. hype of it, man. Like, you are the most active person I know, Omi. He's up and man. you have the most amount of injuries I've ever seen <laughs> in a human being. How do you think you can afford all this? <laughs> my fine outfits. <laughs> That's where he gets the real money. Yeah, huh? bro. This is mad money over here. The man knows. He saw a client. He's like, this is a lifelong customer. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's why whenever I go, all the stops there, bro. He's got his TV over there. His Netflix shows are on. The setup's good. He's like, what show do you want today? And you still continue to participate in every sporting activity. You get At bored. At what point do you hang up the boots and be like, I'm not built for this? I'm waiting for the injury that <laughs> Semi suffered because it was funny. Like everyone that I know, my older brothers, he's torn his ACL twice. He's had mm. two surgeries, torn it twice. All my mates have torn ACLs. I've torn everything but my ACL. I'm waiting for that one. Knock on wood, man. Yeah, knock on wood. When knock that on one wood. comes, <laughs> I that's think that's the one, end. Yeah. But how would you rehab on that? Because some people never fully recover. Um, you seem to be a bit more. Most commonly performed surgery, potentially in the world, ACL recur. ACL, mm. ACL recur. Well, I didn't actually do my ACL. I fractured my knee. So, you know, if I had to choose on the day, where I injured my knee, probably take an ACL. Over a fracture? Really? Yeah, bad fracture, man. Yeah, that's oh. a, yeah. so you've got your, um, just briefly, your patella, which is like your Wrigley kneecap. I shattered that into like six pieces. Doing what? Piece of pebble. See, this is what I love saying, because sometimes people have doing like the shittest things. Yeah, back then everyone just... that knew me was like, was it BJJ? Was it boxing? Was it something? Playing paintball, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing paintball, man. I was going to say, man, I've almost torn my ACL and I don't even play soccer. <laughs> yeah, man, it doesn't, doesn't have to be anything extreme. The funniest was my brother's one when he was, um, he tore his ACL the second time at my soccer match, walking around the field. He was just yeah. walking from one end of the field to the other and then all I saw was like this man on the ground. I'm like, what happened? He's <laughs> like, ACL's That's your again. future, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> you oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, relax. I've got semi on my side. We'll be all right. We're good for it. Um, yeah, so you fractured your knee. Fractured my knee. Yeah, I was going to say, um, in terms of, I guess, the pain meter, you'd have, are you, would you place that as the worst injury you've ever encountered? To be honest, post-op, the pain was bad. Mm. When I fractured my knee, I was just talking to people like that on the day. I was like, can someone help me get off the floor? Like, you all right? Everyone's freaking out. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I fractured my knee. Someone drive me to a hospital. So the pain then was fine. Mm. It was when they like cut my knee open and like did what they had to do when I woke up from surgery and I was like... Wow. Mm. How long was yeah, rehab? Still gone. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. yeah still gone, man. How, how long ago was the injury? Just over a year ago. 
Oh, wow. Just so that's every pretty year recent. Ago. Look, the good thing is when, like, you see me walking and stuff now, you'll be like, yeah. oh, no injury. Or you see, like, some of the videos and stuff, you'll be like, this guy's knee is not injured. It's mm. all an act. But, like, it still aches. It's still sore. But, I don't know. I, I tell my – he gave me a real good um, insight into what it's like being a patient. So the advice I was giving to people, because I do with people a lot that are going to have surgery, yeah. back, knee, neck, like, regardless of what it is. So they gave me a really good insight into what they can expect and what the hospital experience might be like, how they'll feel afterwards. Um, yeah, no, it still aches, man. Didn't that morphine, that morphine hit nice? That morphine was good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how important is stretching, though? Like, let's be honest here, okay? Everybody that trains, what? No, the good thing you said that. I keep saying, keep going. Oh, okay. You scared me, man. I was going to say, because everybody that I know that trains, I've never seen him stretch. That's a very good point. It's a very good point. It's that extra, the stretching, that no one does, that no one can do. I'm guilty. Like, yeah, I'm in the same for sure, boat. man. Foam like, roll up. Man, I'm telling you, I run. I don't, no, I don't run anymore. But I train. <laughs> <laughs> I do circuit training, whatever. I'll do everything core, hour and a half. It'll come time to train. You might as well ask me to freaking... Reset time like no, yeah, no one wants to do it. Especially like you know, if you're such a chore, if you're having a big day of lifting, yeah, like the way I do, like two or three sets of just twenty kilos, when I can just go straight into the heavy sets and just gonna punch it. No, I mean like afterwards, like you know, cooling down, like stretching. Yeah, Yeah. stretching, stretching. I actually heard from someone that stretching really doesn't prevent injuries. Is that a is that a fact? Look, there's no strong evidence Evidence to suggest that it does. Mm Right, there's no like, you know, it's very hard to blind that one. You know, you either do or you don't. But there's no really, really strong evidence to say, you know, stretching prevented injuries in a long time. But I think it's only because it's very hard to study. But coming back to anecdotes, <laughs> right? A lot of times it comes up in the podcasts I listen to, like elite athletes, when they reflect and they're like, What would you have done differently? Why they keep saying stretching? They're all like, I would have stretched more. And, and that's what I wanted problem. to clarify. Why? Because when I had my tendon pain in my hammy, and I went to see Semi, yeah, he's like, don't stretch. It's like, what? Yeah. He's like, stretching will actually make it feel more painful. And he's right. When I train, if I actually stretch with the team, mm. the tendon pain gets worse than if I was to do no stretching and just like get into a light jog and like work my way up that way. But in my mind, if someone ever told me, yeah, you've got this pain, don't stretch, I'd be like, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. That's where the understanding of the pathology comes into play yeah, too. yeah and that's why you, you know that's why people pay you man yeah. they want it's, it's your knowledge it's not oh i'm here for this amount of time what can you do for me what you're actually paying for is you've got this much experience dealing with injuries how do i deal with this give me your knowledge and then you're like happily take it take it yeah. what you do if it's up to you well what kind of advice would you give the people out there um it's gonna sound very generic but stay active and find something that you like doing mm. like i never liked running so when I hurt my knee, I was like, whatever, I don't want to run anyway. Um, <laughs> so it was fine. But find something you like doing. And man, everyone just wants to like sprint before they like crawl. So, you know, you don't have to get into the gym six days a week because you're on a health kick. Just go three. You know, if you're not doing much at all, start with three. You're going to feel sore. Build it up. Like I would be out of a job if people gradually increased their exercise. Like majority of who I see like sportsmen would be like, oh, pre-season ended, it was our first session and we played a game. And I hurt my ankle, my hammy, my shoulder, my knee. Like we get a big influx in pre-season because the body just doesn't like doing a lot from not doing anything mm-hmm. and then vice versa, not doing anything after doing a lot. So maybe, you just keep doing stuff, Ames. I got greatest, you, bro. I Don't worry. You know what? Like your wedding's on me, basically. <laughs> yeah. This future wedding's on me, guys. I put the bill. I got the bill. Damn, I should have studied physio. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you guys get 12 weeks off a year. So that's a, yeah, about and that. we're seeing the physio for eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big ace in the hole, man. Now, look, it's great. I'm not going to lie. There is no better feeling than waking up in the morning. Adam knows as well because he worked at a school. And bro, you wake up and like you look at your phone and I'm like, ooh. Notification from Compank. Ooh, I got paid. And it's oh, like, go back to sleep. Must be nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be there soon. Soon, soon. soon too. Soon. Right oh, now, it's just says negative straight to La Trobe Uni. <laughs> <laughs> man, the hex. Let's not talk about hex. That's disgusting, so man. Disgusting. I never want to be rich. Do you so even know what your hex is like? I'm too scared to look. I know roughly the ballpark. I think I it's looked, around man, 80K or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's bad. Um, Three it's degrees, man. 
two bachelors and a masters. They'll do it. I'm in the hole, man. <laughs> I'm in the hole, man. I'm in the sunken place. <laughs> You're going to catch him in the car park just beating Omi and then <laughs> asking no, him I to come back more. for another three months. I, no, no, I send um, sleeper agents out there to um, the gyms. I'm like, hey, knee bar someone, do their ACL. That's six months for Give them a calling card on the way out, but... <laughs> just leave my card on there. On yeah, their just leave. <laughs> No, awesome, man. Um, uh, we wanted to thank you so much for being a part of the podcast and, you know, for listening to us and supporting us throughout the, the process. You know, it means a lot to us when we when we have a guest speaker actually reach out for us and, and want to be on the show. Um, so, you know, thank you so much for all the information that you provided us. Uh, we hope we can keep entertaining you. We hope you had a fun experience as well. Yeah, man, like I said at the start, I'm a fan. Subscribe. Omi, any final take-home messages? Yeah, don't stretch, apparently. Don't stretch. <laughs> Stretching is a, is a, it's a myth. Uh, if it's tendon pain, don't stretch. For most others, stretch. Yoga, man. Yoga. Yeah, bro. Actually, we don't get into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, for everyone listening and um, they want to go check out Sammy's page, we're going to link everything down below. Uh, make sure you shoot him a message if you want to, you know, get, get an assessment from him. Make sure you take a shower before you go see him. <laughs> and don't fart. <laughs> Just take a shower. Um, as always, make sure you support each other and don't be a bad buzz. That was very fun.